0: Good morning and welcome to Shouts of Grace. I'm your host, Pastor Sam, and we're going to continue marching through Proverbs as we come to Proverbs chapter 4 today. And it says this, Hear, my children, the instruction of a father, and give attention to no understanding, for I give good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. When I was my father's son, tender, and the only one in the sight of my mother, he also taught me and said, Let your heart retain my words. Keep my commands and live. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her, and she will preserve you. Love her, and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom, and all you're getting get understanding. Exalt her, and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. She will place on your head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory. She will deliver you, hear my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in right paths. When you walk, your step will not be hindered. And when you run, you will not stumble. Take firm hold of instruction and do not let go. Keep her, for she is your life. Do not enter the path of the wicked and do not walk in the way of evil. Avoid it and do not travel on it. Turn away from it and pass on for they do not sleep unless they have done evil and their sleep is taken away unless they make someone fall for they eat bread the bread of wickedness and they drink the wine of violence but the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day the way of the wicked is like darkness they do not know what makes them stumble My son, give attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let all of your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. Man, that is one good chapter of Scripture. I mean, they're all good. But it just seems like Proverbs continually builds on itself, and it just gets better and better. I am looking forward to this study as we continue going through Proverbs. But today, there is a key word that I want you to focus in on today, and that is the word path. It's mentioned several times throughout this passage, and of course, it is so important that you understand that you need to be on the right path. I mean, Jesus talks about this. Of course, he says, broad is the path that leads to destruction, and many travel on it. And then, of course, he goes and he says, but narrow is the way that leads to life, and few there find it. So, of course, the path that we take on life is something that is vitally important, and of course, the book of Proverbs comes out and it points this out as well, right here in chapter 4. And I want to first look at verses 14 through 17 as it says this do not enter the path of the wicked, and do not walk in the way of evil. Avoid it, do not travel on it, turn away from it, pass on. For they do not sleep unless they have done evil, and their sleep is taken away unless they make someone fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. Do not walk in the wicked path. I know that's pretty simple, and this is a really simple, straightforward truth, but it is profoundly impactful. Don't go on the wicked path. Don't do it. If you see evil, don't go there. If you see where wicked people have walked before in their life, do not walk there. Do not go there. Simply put, stay away from evil. Do you know how many people get themselves into trouble because they just simply don't take this, well, I shouldn't say easy, but simple advice? They go and they see where other people have gone and fallen. You know, this is where we we go and we see generational sin, where you see, you know, one drunkard passes on the the the, the sin of drunkardness to to the next person. And we go and we 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 see this time and time and time again. And, and people just go and they They decide to walk in the same path of the wicked. Instead of going and seeing the path of the wicked, they'll go and say, look, I know it's wrong to go down that path. I know, I know that person has done these terrible things to me. I've seen them do terrible things. I've seen them ruin their life. And for some reason, they decide to continue to go down that path just to try it. You know, I'm just going to take a couple steps down that path. Don't do it. Stay away from the path of the wicked. Don't go where the wicked go because it leads to destruction. And of course, ultimately, where where does it lead in this path? What it's talking about, it goes and it says it leads, first of all, pragmatically, it leads to sleeplessness and their sleep is taken away unless they make someone fall. Do you want to live your life that way? With little sleep? And of course, the only way that you get sleep is by doing something evil and wicked. Absolutely not. I mean, that sleep is not going to be peaceful. It's not going to be restful and it's going to be stolen and taken from you. It is going to be miserable. It's miserable to go down the wicked path. You know, sin might have a passing pleasure, but the key word there is passing. It's not pleasure. It's the key word is passing. That pleasure passes away, it fades away, it doesn't last, and it's never as pleasurable as what you think it's going to be. Don't go down the wicked path. But also this path that leads to hurting others. Is that really what you want your goal in life to be? Is that I I went and I hurt others. I made other people's life miserable. That ought not be your goal in life. Don't go down that path. So simply put, if you see the wicked path, if you see where the wicked have gone before you, stay away from that path. Now, there's a contrasting of two paths also in this passage that I want you to see. In verses 18 and 19, it says this, but the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. First, the path of the just. This is the path that we want to go on, and the just walk by faith. We know that, but but the path of the justice says this. It's like the shining sun. Simply put, you can see, you can see. Now I, I think of this, and in, in, in the, the 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 great amazement of being able to see and being able to see well, was when, when I first got glasses. See, I was just getting into kayaking. I was doing a, a bunch of kayaking, and I mean, it was fun. I enjoyed the camaraderie of going, and, going kayaking with other people, and the exercise, that was fun, and being outside and being in nature, but man, it really, really went to the next level when I went to the eye doctor and got glasses, because you know, all of a sudden, I, I, I'm in the kayak, and I'm, I, I'm paddling along, and I look up, and all of a sudden, I realize as I'm looking up at trees, did you know? that leaves are on these trees. It's not just green splotches. I mean, there's individual leaves and you can see individual designs on these leaves as you're kayaking by these things. I mean, it was amazing. All of a sudden, the sun would come down and it would illuminate these these canopy of trees and it was absolutely beautiful. I could see And of course, there's safety (laughs) in being able to see. There's great safety. You can see danger ahead. It's not just that there's great beauty in being able to see. There is. But there's also great safety in being able to see because you can see the dangers that are coming ahead of you. Now, that's the path of the just. But there's a contrast here because we also see the way of the wicked. And it is darkness. They cannot see. Now, whenever I think of this idea of darkness and not being able to see, I I remember back to my sister when she was a little girl. Now, she has grown up to be just a a godly, godly woman, and I'm proud of who she has become. But I, I have to chuckle to myself whenever I think of not being able to see, because when she was a little girl... She decided one day that she would go and and flip her, her hoodie sweatshirt around backwards and pretend to be blind by putting the hood so that it was covering her face, and she could not see. And as she was walking, she went to go turn a corner. And, and, and of course, it was one of those things where everything just worked out wrong, right? We, we've seen that before. You've probably experienced that in your life where everything is just going wrong. And she was experiencing one of these things because you see our, our basement door had always been shut. Like, I can't remember a time growing up when our basement door was open. It was always shut. I mean, even when you'd go down there, you'd make sure to go and close the door behind you because, uh, because I mean, it was kind of some scary steps. It was one of those old limestone, scary basements, right? Well, this just happened to be the time when the door to the basement was open and she thought she was to the point where she was turning to the living room, which was about 10 feet in front of her. And instead, she turned, and as she turned, she all of a sudden went down the steps, but she didn't even go down the steps. She actually fell through the steps of the basement. Now, of course, this scared my parents a lot more than it ultimately scared her, but uh, but it was kind of a terrifying thing. And I think about how dangerous that is to walk in such a way that you can't see, and that is the way of the wicked because it their way is darkness. They can't see. It is dangerous. Their path, in fact, is so dark, it tells us in this passage, that they don't know what makes them stumble. Have you ever met somebody? who just can't figure out why all of their endeavors fail. They, they just can't figure it out. They're always going going forward and they're, they're, they're trying to do something and they're trying to accomplish something. But then at the end of the day, they fall flat on their face and they just can't figure it out. They can't diagnose what made them fail. And they're just constantly failing and they're constantly going, I don't know why it's not working. I just don't know why it's not working working? Well, the reality of it is, is that this verse is screaming something. It's saying you've got wickedness in your life. If that's you, a sign of wickedness in your life is not being able to diagnose why you fail and faltered on the way, why you can't figure out what went wrong. That's a sign that you have wickedness in your life. Now, if that's you, you need to go and to get alone with God, take your Bible and go and pray. And you need to start repenting of sin and say, Lord, show me, tell me, reveal to me, where have I sinned against you so that I can repent and get back on the right path. Now, once you get on that right path, and this is for anybody who's on the right path, how should we walk when we're on God's path? Well, this chapter goes and it concludes telling us how we ought to walk. And it says this in verses 25 through 27. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let all of your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. The first thing is keep your eye on the goal. Or as Fred McDougal, man who discipled me, always used to say, Keep your eye on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. With your heart's eye, with your inner being, with who you are, what is your eye set upon today? Are you looking unto Jesus? Are you looking to Jesus today? Is that your focal point? Is that what you're looking at? Is that who you're focusing on or are you focusing on something else? keep your eye on Jesus. Keep your eyes looking ahead. The next verse goes and says, ponder the path of your feet. You should ponder each step of your life in such a way, in fact, other scripture puts it this way, walk circumspectly. Walk circumspectly. Be careful in life. This comes back to the fear of the Lord like we talked about just a few days ago, that the beginning of knowledge is the fear of the Lord. You need to go into fear the Lord. Consider each step of your life. What has God said about this? What has God said about this in my life? That question should be the question that you ask most. You know, right now I've got a a four-year-old and a two-year-old in Questions, whether it's why, what, or how, those things come up quite a bit. You know, that's that—that's kind of what little kids do. Why, 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 how, how, how? Well, this is the question that should be in the heartbeat of your life. What does God say about that? What does God think about that? Will this honor God? Ponder each step that your foot would take. And of course, this last verse, it says this, do not turn to the right or to the left. Remove your foot from evil. Don't take detours into sin. Choose what is right. Sin is always calling, whether it's on the left side or to the right side. It's it's always calling you, trying to pull you off of the straight and narrow path. Don't take a detour into sin. Stick to righteousness. Stick to what is right. The question is, what path are you going to choose today? And will you choose to walk in the path of the wicked? Or will you choose the path of righteousness and pursue God? Well, thank you for listening today. And remember Joshua 1, 8, and 9 as we depart. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. But you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage, do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. There are troubles and struggles, we've all had to wrestle, and we pray cause it's all we can do. And while we trust in Jesus, sometimes He leaves us waiting for His hand. To...